Hello, and welcome to ABB Energy Pod, offering you quick updates from the energy sector directly from the experts. Today, we bring you the very best of Sarah Week 2023, including interview highlights and top takeaways from Houston. Welcome, my name is Oscar Abink. I'm a research director at um, SAP Global, working on energy technologies and innovation. I'm very pleased to be joined here today by Brendan Spencer, who is the president of ABB Energy Industries. Um, you've seen a lot of developments over the years. The first one was, of course, digitalization. We had the energy transition, and now energy security is back on the table. So what's your view on ensuring that the pace of the energy transition doesn't compromise the um, security, energy security, and vice versa? Yeah, look, I think it's an interesting question. If you go back, been at Sarah Week many times from when the industry was a little bit on the defensive mm -hmm. to now a little bit more on the offensive uh, and what we can do to solve some of these problems. So what can we okay, do yeah. no matter what technology we're deploying, whether we're extending the life of a nuclear plant, whether we're helping an LNG plant come online, uh, whether we're bringing technologies to scale around green hydrogen or carbon capture or whatever it may be, how do we help these technologies, these solutions that we deploy help deliver net additions with a lower footprint. And I think that's really the goal from our side, and, and that in, in itself will help balance this uh, kind of transition that we're in. What role can the U.S. government play in this, with looking at these both agendas? Yeah, sure. I mean, ABB, obviously, a very global company yeah. uh, across the world and, and well represented in different industries and in different geographies. I sit here, and I think if you think about the U.S., certainly, obviously, it has the ability to influence policy and, and these sort of things around the world. Um, the IRA is a big deal, so hopefully that uh, stimulates technology and helps us get up the curve faster to bring some of these things to scale and bring the cost curves down. Uh, and then lastly, I would say exporting LNG. Um, I mean, providing some stability to parts of the world uh, where the supply side has changed, mm -hmm. the demand is still there. Yeah. So what can the U.S. do to help get some of these plants online faster and, uh, and use the rich resources that we have uh, in order to help stabilize some of those markets? Brandon, every time we meet up, we talk about the energy transition accelerating. We have the Inflation Reduction Act here in the U.S. Yep. What's the impact of that? Yeah, look, I think it's an exciting piece of legislation. You know, it's bipartisan, which I think is certainly a good thing. And I think there's a couple of things that come out of it. One, it stimulates change. And whether that's just in the U.S. or also now Europe is going to offer, you know, kind of their counter to the IRA. And so either way, it stimulates change. The other thing is it pushes technology forward. And, and so as a technology company, it's gonna drive innovation because now there's more incentive or the carrot is out there for that technology to accelerate, localize manufacturing, all these sort of things. And so I'm super excited about what it can do on the technology side and the speed that I hope it pushes it forward faster. The third day of Sarah Week, your own personal chatting to folks, wandering around, any takeaways? Yeah, I mean, you know, the first takeaway for me that hopefully the conversation changes to net additions. Uh, you know, more and more energy is going to be needed and going to be consumed. So hopefully we can kind of get out of the conversation of we're going to go from this many hundred million barrels a day to a, a lot less, right? It's going to increase. And so the whole thing for ABB is net additions with less emissions. And so I, I think that's been a theme a little bit. The other theme I'd say is carbon capture. Huge discussions, every panel it sounds like uh, carbon capture. And so that becoming a real force in the industry is something I'm looking forward to in ABB. We invested with Pace CCS, uh, digital twin simulation end to end across carbon capture for us to be able to truly automate, simulate, and digitalize the whole environment 
uh, across the spectrum. And so we're super excited about that investment, the partnership with Pace CCS, and kind of trying to push this carbon capture forward. All right, welcome back everyone. I am here at Sierra Week with Andrew Stewart, uh, President of Hydrogen Optimized, and Brandon Spencer, President of ABB. How are you gentlemen doing today? Doing great today. Yep, fantastic, nice to be here with you. Yes, yes, I'm glad you could join me. All right, so um, clean hydrogen, of course, is seeing unprecedented uh, momentum. Uh, what's your take on all this? Why do you think that is? Yeah, I mean, maybe I start and Andrew, you add color. Yeah. Look, I think uh, the energy transition, sustainability, uh, energy securitization, obviously these are all the big topics that we're talking about here at Sarah Week this week and, and across our businesses. Uh, and so I think the reason that it's becoming so popular is with renewables coming down, the price of renewables coming down, and then what can we generate from that? Well, all of a sudden you can generate green hydrogen. Uh, and then have uses for that as a clean source of energy. Now people are looking at what are the uses of it? What are the demands for it? Not just blending and other things, but transportation or uh, turning it into other products and exporting those products. So uh, I, I think the industry has really, really just come alive here in the last, quickly I don't know what, and, Andrew, 12 months. And I think yeah. it's just a recognition that you can't do everything through direct electrification. Indirect electrification through hydrogen opens new doors particularly to decarbonize the hard-to-abate industries. So the world's seeing hydrogen as a part of the solution to become carbon neutral and increase supply of energy and in a way that we're going to, in time, become strong and economic uh, to drive the economy as well. Yeah, but obviously it can't be that simple. So, I mean, uh, what are the challenges yeah. Why, why is it not seeing um, large adoption across all industries? Or, well, you know? the word I hear is scale. And if you listen to the sessions, people are talking about we need to scale new technologies. And we need new technologies. And the technologies need to be deployed at a scale that are consequential on an energy basis. And that takes time. And particularly, for example, what we do is water electrolysis to separate water into hydrogen and oxygen. Been done for 100 years or more, but not at the sort of scale that's required. So how do you bring those technologies forward and deploy them at the scale that's commensurate with the fossil energy industry today, which is so well established? Okay, so speaking of technology, hydrogen optimized, I mean, uh, Andrea, you guys have some unique technology. Um, how about you tell us a little bit about that? Well, what we have are large-scale water electrolysis technology and systems that can convert electricity, electrons, into hydrogen molecules through the separation of water into hydrogen and oxygen itself. And so we are deploying this technology at larger and larger scale, bigger than any other water electrolysis technology available today on the market. And we've got a wonderful partner in ABB. And what ABB does together with us is ABB has a key component that takes renewable energy that might be for coming from an AC or alternating current and rectifies it to direct current or DC current. And I think a cool thing, Tyler, is... Um while we have to get scale and, and do further development on the electrolyzer side, the rectifier side is a proven technology. Yeah, fair enough. And branded, would, will ABB be able to match this scale? 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, wrapping the automation around it, wrapping the electrification around it, and wrapping the digital solutions together with it, we can go. We can take it to scale tomorrow. So, uh, so yeah. the, those other solutions are proven in use, and uh, and I think we're ready to go. All right, all right. Sounds good. So I'm going to switch it up a little bit, and, and I'll ask, what opportunities do you think in the U.S. specifically does the IRA offer? Well, sure. I, the IRA offers a lot. What it does provide, there's, there's a production tax credit and there's investment tax credits, and this helps deploy technology, and it kind of addresses the key barrier. You need to have hydrogen that's affordable for the end customer. The project developers to make the hydrogen need to ensure that they can have contracts to sell it. And the IRA helps enable that to occur. And that then helps the technology vendors have the clients to make and manufacture on a large scale. Because you really have the three parts of the ecosystem. You've got the end users of the hydrogen. You've got the producers of the hydrogen. And you have the technology, such as ours and ABBs, that goes in to the production, uh, uh, to the project owner who's making the hydrogen to go into an, uh, an end customer end use. And the IRA smooths that as much as possible to allow all three parts to click together. Jennifer Palinich, the Senior Technology Editor with Tech Trends here at Cira Week by S&P Global with ABB's Johan de Villiers to discuss how autonomous operations can help reduce offshore emissions. So when it comes to the offshore sector, 80% of emissions come from power to supply the operations. None of this can operate without advanced automation, but taking that a level, next level, and by adding digital technology to it, adding the telecommunication interface to shore, adding the cybersecurity and the remote operations center, then makes it possible for people to operate from shore, to understand you know, what maintenance needs there are, how to operate the plant, and then stretch the time periods between interventions when you really need to bring people to the facility. You need the technology, but you need domain expertise. You need people that can really understand customers' specific operating environment, the specific requirements that they've got, their specific priorities, and then deploy this technology and, and make things better, solve a problem, reduce the emissions, increase the efficiency. And we find, on average, between fixed and floating platforms, you could save 320,000 tons of CO2 per facility if you deploy this at an early phase, you know, at the design inception phase. And that's Heart Energy Live's Tech Trends with me, Jennifer Palinich. Thank you for listening in to the latest from the ABB Energy Pod team.